whatever. It's recording. Okay. Yeah, like, so, because Pete, um, he's not, like, physically attractive to me, but, like, I've been watching him, like, on his journey, like, since he started on Guy Code long ago. Um, so he's funny attractive to me. Like, for me. Yeah, it's a like, personality funny, thing, not a funny face just thing. just makes you attractive to me. Yeah, right. like, I'm a, um, yeah, that's that for term? me. It's, it's, is it like, a I'm very much a, uh, um. Is it pansexual or you're attracted to the person? What'd you say? Is it, is it pansexual or something where you're attracted to like the person? Well, so like, I don't know how I'm making so for up. me, <laughs> no, you're not. Cause pansexual is like kind yeah, kind of. But like for me, like I think I identify as like demisexual, which is like a hearts, not parts. Like, mm, like, so yeah. for like, you know what I mean? So like, I, I, am not and these are things that I like I mean I've always um identified as bi or queer but I'm trying to like really figure it out right now and so for me like in order for me to like enjoy sex I have to really like the person like I have to connect with them yes on that level you have to have like an emotional connection you can't just do it any old body or just feel yes I mean, I have done it with any old body, but it just didn't feel good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, that was whack. That wasn't like, that the wasn't what why I, I it would say, be like. That's hilarious. The reason why I say, I, I get it in that sense is because if you look at the people I've dated in past relationships, they, there's no type physically. You get what I'm saying? And I've dated someone that right yeah I don't think exactly that outwardly, people wouldn't be like oh he's attractive outwardly but personality amazing get what I'm saying like I've dated some person that I've dated yeah probably more than once where it was the connection the personality that made me fall you know fall for them and really interested in them and it wasn't necessarily because of their right. face or their body that's why I've dated people who are short <laughs> I've dated tall I've dated thick fat and skinny yeah and the whole you mm-hmm. know I thought, so now it sounds like I did all of it person, the whole yeah. spectrum <laughs> yeah no I no absolutely I feel that like because oh shit girl welcome back to laundry relations <laughs> y'all <laughs> this is Kirsten <laughs> so, I didn't know what the official here to was. share my like, loads of thoughts with my home girls <laughs> oh because you remember me from the apple pie days um no but yeah so uh welcome back to laundry ruminations i'm kirsten sharing my loads of thoughts with my home girls who happen to also be moms today i've got my friend christine we yeah. go back to pushing uh organic and oh. natural foods yes. highest quality natural and organic foods um, we were both I'm gonna say when you the marketing. One had once the last time I walked into a Whole Foods. I was gonna say, but never mind. Duh, probably often. Right? Nah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I almost went back. Right? Like in yes. in November, I almost took a marketing job. I almost took a marketing job. Yeah. What stopped you? Remembering the job. marketing job? Oh. <laughs> well part of it partly yes so it was partially that um 
also because I am kind of pivoting in my life at this point. And I was um, just feeling like I really needed to work on getting back to having my own identity as opposed to just somebody's wife. And it wouldn't make sense for me to expect that if I'm going back to the same company where we met and the same company where he works. So, <laughs> um, so I took a different position elsewhere. You liking it? I am so far. So far, yeah. So far, so good. I don't know if I need it. Motherfuckers are listening. So. <laughs> right exactly (laughs) ain't about to catch me up on on the podcast like this dumb bitch just said (laughs) but yeah so um so yeah I I like it so far but what were we talking about oh we were talking about hearts not parts yes yeah so yeah so I have dated people that other people would not find physically attractive but I'm like damn you know what I'm saying because yeah to me you know like there's and it's it's sometimes it's funny sometimes it's like they just understand where you're coming from in certain things like sometimes it's just like a something you can't really define mm-hmm. but then there's other times when it's like I really wanted to force a connection because this person was attractive to other people. Do you know what I mean? Yes, and, and it does every not time work. I'm wondering like why I feel like, ugh, you know? Mm, yeah. I get it. Yeah. So the, You know why this is very morbid to say, but I always be like, I want to, and connection is important to me. And of course, when even if someone's not attracted to other people, you have an attraction to them. I don't care if it's like, oh, I just love that, you know, that dimple or that you know right. beauty mark under that you can pretty ass teeth right like you'll find nice ass lips <laughs> that are attractive Move that skin yeah sorry <laughs> no just, seriously but I used, to be like, I used to be like the the personality and the heart is such a big important piece to me because I used to be like well, what if they get an accident what if something happens and right. they don't physically look the same or and they then can't you're just talking walk. to a board right right I right. want to still be with that, that like person. when you're connected with the person for who they truly are right then, then you not see the be... beauty regardless of exactly yes. regardless yes. of like the physical because life happens you never know like you know that's why my my personal mind because I know I'm fine like okay I might you be are. a little chubby but you no no I'm a good chubby it. I'm a nice squeeze you have a shape I know I do it's you true. have a shape. I was literally telling my, my, my firstborn this, who is about to be 15, who's been oh, taller than me since oh, they Since grade. she was four. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure, but she's tall. No, and I remember the first time I met her in person, it was at the Lorex. Um, Real quick, I say, if I say they, them, those oh, are the pronouns okay. they use now. And now- okay, they, no, perfect. That's they fine. Use, yeah, they use ocean sometimes. Jared, Jared makes me think of Subway Man, which is kind of creepy. They said ocean was cool because it's fluid. Billy Eilish, um, I love that. But, okay, ocean. Yeah, but yes, you know. But going back to the Lorax, I just wanted to say because you know I I'm an advocate. I be speaking for my children. 
Right. <laughs> hey, no, thank you. I appreciate that. I feel like, you know, it's one of those things that like, is a hot button issue only because their generation is speaking out like, nah, you gonna uh, put some respect on my name, put some respect on my identity. Huh? And see me. Exactly. Because the most honestly, no, the time that like, you know, I talked about this before on um, my podcast, but um, there was a point in my life where I had to be put in for a 72 hour hold because they thought like, uh, she's about to do something, you know what I mean? And, um, most recently, yeah, I've been like, I just started seeing a therapist because like, I was having some very dark, scary thoughts that I was afraid of. But when it first happened, it was because I was basically told that my identity was unacceptable. Do you know what I mean? Like how I, saw myself who I who I um loved who I dealt with and was involved with was not acceptable you know in the eyes of the family in the eyes of the Lord in the eyes of whomever you know what I'm saying and Mm -hmm. so to see that you are advocating for your child that's beautiful to me they're gonna have they have a supportive mom you know what I mean and that is the most important thing it's like the most important thing is making sure that our children are alive and, and happy to be alive, you know? Especially because nobody ever <laughs> chooses. We just wake up. We exactly. We pulled out of stomach, pop out of sushi, and then we're like, right. oh, I'm here. I didn't ask to be here. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bills. Why y'all sign me up for this ghetto shit? <laughs> so did you have to, like, retrain everybody to like I mean because you said to me like no we talk about they when I talk about she did you like did you have some people would be confused because I had to learn Mm -hmm. myself and I would catch myself and sometimes they'd be like you know Mm -hmm. teens are hard as shit on you like they want to catch you slipping up so they'd be like yeah they'd be like "Mm, see you don't approve you don't approve (laughs) you don't love me you hate me just say that (laughs) right the only way to do is if I use their pronouns and their name whether I'm mm-hmm. talking to them or not because if okay. I'm saying it just to them but I'm saying they're only to other people right. it's more likely to slip up so it's right. more so me just making the decision I'm going to call them mm-hmm. by what they want to be called like that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to call them and I'm going to use the they them um okay. my mother she's kind of half and half sometimes she's like damn it I get confused get mm-hmm. off you know? yeah but, um, get off my back <laughs> yeah but it's funny because even same five-year-old he's like they or he you know he grew up hearing one name and now Mm they change it but now I notice he'll he'll for the most part say Mm -hmm. you know ocean he'll say they um but it was a very conscious decision and having to retrain myself Mm -hmm. but when we go out places if people who have known them and where to get it they're there Mm -hmm. I'm like if this is you stand behind it like you and you introduce or you say hey you know I go by this now Mm -hmm. so I don't speak for them because they're Mm -hmm. a young you know a young adult you know a teenager I don't speak for them um when we're together but if I'm talking about them publicly I will say that okay yeah Yeah. I was just always curious like when you know I mean because yeah if you're your brain is used to doing something one way for years for years and then like your mom who's you know she's a very um 
she's a very uh fierce woman like as like in personality like yes. excuse me I remember she said <laughs> what did she say that one time she was talking about ocean um when ocean was young probably like five say so she thinks she is she got her hair done she thinks she's all that a bag of chips honey I, remember, so like, that's, I will always remember your mom saying that um yes. but like I just didn't know if it's like it's just that process of having to like say you know like advocate for your child and but not patronize them you know what I mean and that's yeah I mean I, that's for anybody you know whether it's like anybody who's transitioned or who in any way like physically emotionally whatever you know you don't want to be like oh don't say that you know what I mean you don't want to be that captain yeah figure. I just just how I said you I just say just so you know if mm-hmm. I'm referring this is what when I say this, this is who I'm referring to so okay. to me it's not like you have to do this I just say mm-hmm. this is how they address themselves and so when I'm talking to you I don't want you to be like if you're this is who I'm talking about Mm -hmm. that you know what I mean so to me it's very just like oh we're gonna talk around let me let you know um yeah so I usually just just do that but like I said we're somewhere you this is your decision you speak you speak up for yourself Mm -hmm. because that's also something that I want to make sure that, that my children are comfortable being their own advocates as well yeah so yeah, but my mom walk all over them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I'm proud of my mom in the sense she old school, right? So for uh-huh. her to even acknowledge that or respect that, um, mm-hmm. you got some people like, nah, yeah, that's not right. Which yeah, but it is she it is. is very versus, but she's like, no, you know, I respect it, and if this is what you want, mm-hmm. I support you. But sometimes my mom, she'll still <laughs> say their, their old names to me, and she's like, just don't dump on my throat if I, you know, yeah. um. I accidentally mess it up and I don't because I'm not doing it out of uh, malicious intent it's mm-hmm. just you know it's calcified in my brain that but like when you're talking person... to my grandma they just be like whatever yeah I think they're like <laughs> it's okay no. you know, right. <laughs> that brain is calcified <laughs> in its ways yes. yes but that's you know that just goes back to seeing people as who they are and and not placing so much weight and emphasis on physical, like how we were talking about in the beginning, like, because you never know somebody, you know, you're one way today, you could wake up with Bell's palsy tomorrow, you could wake up, you know what I mean? Like, to you could have a stroke and one side of your body works, you could get into a car accident, like, it's about who it is that we're connecting with on a deep down level. And if you're able to have a deeper connection with your child by accepting them for who they are on the inside at the core, who they feel like they are at the core, that's yeah. the most important. And that's beautiful. Like, I really like, bitch, you doing a good job. Bitch, you doing a good job. Bitch, you doing a good job. Uh, 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 uh. It makes you think of, but the funny thing, you, um, what was that movie, Soul, where the people with little dots was looking little, for, yeah. I was like, so they, Oh, she can't stand. I'm like, oh, you chose me. You was yes. <laughs> like, you looked down and you chose me. And you, you chose me. <laughs> I know. I saw one that was like, um, it was like a a meme about like, oh, I guess I chose the trauma that like the, the, the <laughs> like I chose some fucked up shit. What the world? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, no, that means that I thought that like really, 
Because like you chose, I really chose that. I'm like, so what is an adventure? Right. I'm I was like, like oh, I'm up for a challenge. <laughs> right. <do> <laughs> right but i think like so and it's interesting because we first started having these conversations in fifth grade okay and at first my thing it wasn't to, it wasn't like i was trying to be like no this or that i was just like are you feeling like this is early i think that's right. what threw me off but then when i think about it i'm like i remember a like boy having a boyfriend like- yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? In elementary school, like you're clearly not doing anything, but you're like, that's, you know, and I think too, I was trying to get an understanding when we would have conversations. I'm like, I consider myself uh, heterosexual, mm-hmm. but I, I can look at women and say, I think they're beautiful or they're attractive. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to, I don't want to have a, like a, a sexual relationship. So I was like, right. do you're you not feel, like, you're not right. uh, like, I guess t- turned on sounds like it's such a disgusting I don't know why to be as like, ew, turned on, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like, so I was like, are you feeling, my thing was at first, I was like, do you feel like you have to give yourself a label at this age? Like, mm-hmm. because you've got whatever, however long, you know, you have a lifetime to figure that out. And I was mm-hmm. like, I never, um, I never have in my life ever felt the need or the pressure to say I'm this. And one of my mm-hmm. friends, um, He's now a doctor, Dr. David Johns. He's executive director of um, MBJC. And mm-hmm. he doesn't say coming out. He says inviting in. He was mm-hmm. like, because heterosexuals don't run around coming out, right? right? He's like, so if anything, I'm inviting you in to my personal life. I love that. It's true. Yeah. Like, I'm inviting and, you in to meet me, who, who I yeah. am as I am. Yeah. So um, he, he um, has, he's used that term. But I think for me, it was more so like, just wanting them to know at that time like don't feel pressure but just know that if you're looking at someone like oh I think this person's pretty or this and that that doesn't necessarily make you anything right so we kind of had <clears throat> I said but I'm, I'm glad you feel comfortable to talk to me that was right. my thing I'm like glad I'm glad you feel comfortable relationship yeah. yeah and then it was like sixth grade pre I don't know what the switch is but these kids get crazy and pretty like we went from like, you know, it was always with me. It was so loving. Yeah. Then it was like, y'all were like, grade, sixth grade. Oh, grade, grade. I was like, who is this? You ready to box? This? Like, right. And then they were tall. That doesn't help. They tall yeah. anything. So we was like, same weight. Yeah. And then they taller than me. So when you have your preteen literally looking you eye to eye, and then at some point looking down a little to have a conversation oh. with you, I was like, let me, I was like, let me tell you this. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, how tall you are. Okay, how much bigger you are than me. You don't have these hands. These you can't beat me. Don't right. ever try me. Like I was just yeah. like, just don't ever try me. I said, you can tell me your feelings. Just remain respectful in how you talk to me. Yes. You know what I mean? And yeah. we even did for a while um sharing a notebook. That really helped because there were times uh... where I think they just did not feel comfortable saying something, but if they could write it in a book, right, write it down, pass it to me, and then I would never, I, the rule was, don't read it, write it, I wouldn't read it from, and I would not have a person, in-person conversation, like, I wouldn't even say it out loud, unless they came to me saying they wanted to, so if they wrote it, I could respond, and I would write it. 
I love that so much because me, I'm a person who like, I can talk about anything. And I'm saying, if somebody's talking to me, I'm probably going to talk back, even though I'm not like Mm -hmm. a chatty person like you. (laughs) You, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I interrupted your intro. I didn't know you officially finished it, but I didn't. I am chatty. (laughs) Listen, no, I mean, I, I have ADHD, so I'm, if we did or didn't, I don't remember that shit was like, what, five minutes ago? It was a long time ago for me. But um, no, so I, uh, if I have to talk about something, like my feelings, it's not an easy thing. I can write it. I can, like, for me, like, that's why I'm not offended by somebody texting me serious shit, because then I can, like, say how, what I want to say that is beautiful like a notebook I would never where did you come up with that yourself or you got that from mm-hmm. I don't interest? know I'm sorry no I know it was a we did this years ago so, mm-hmm. somebody probably wrote about it I just remember mm-hmm. seeing somebody it probably was somebody retweeted something not retweeted well well you can definitely put a tweet on Facebook right I probably saw it somewhere or mentioning like hey try writing to your kids mm-hmm. and also, the fact that my mom used to write me letters, mm. but for me, the notebook is an ongoing conversation. Right. So my mom would write me letters, and I would yeah. write her back. Yeah, you know, like we would loosely paper to mm-hmm. each other. So it's a bit of my mom did it, but then someone saying have a notebook. Right. That's why I was like, I can just keep it all together. And sometimes yeah. we would write like silly stuff, right? Right. Then other times it'll be some real deep stuff. This time right. I've been like reading. I'm like, what? Like. I'm, I'm like, let me take some time to pray, right? Cry, yeah. you know, cry because I'm just like, and I'm, I'm, I'm very comfortable with saying I don't know. I can mm-hmm. look up some resources. I can try to find out more, but I'm, yeah, I'm very comfortable with saying I don't know. But that's um, the like, good I don't know thing everything. about the notebook. I think is that it gives you time to process how you need to process, and it gives you time to not react in a way that is like you know, you're like, you know, if you're a, a shoot from the cuff, whatever they say, type yeah, of person. Shoot from the hip. Yeah. So Is that of, yeah, the from the holster, I guess. Oh, like, okay. Like that. When I yeah. learned about fist the cuffs, I was fist like, the cuffs. I don't, what's that mean? Why is it called fist that? the cuffs? Fist the cuffs fighting. Yeah. But I, cuff. Uh, the fist the, the shoot up. from the hip. I was like, that holster? <laughs> right. I know we're random. Let's get back. Yes, but if you're a <laughs> shoot from the hip type, shoot person. from the hip type person, yeah, I said shoot from the cuff. I was putting both of them shits together. Let me think of fist cuffs. Right, <laughs> you can't have two people who can't focus do right. a conversation. This is all over the place, but I love it. <laughs> um, but I was saying, yeah, like because you know sometimes, like I'm one of those people who my face is going to tell exactly. Like I, it might take me a second to gather my face, but I might just react in my face. And so that way, if you're like taking the book to go read it on a time when you know you're calm, when you know that, you know, you're able to like have that, um, that quiet mind. Yeah. Give it, pay attention to it, not be distracted, not be, you know, like in a certain kind of mood, then that gives you time to process it, to, to research, to be able to come back with an educated response if need be, you know, and like yeah. gather yourself. Cause I, you know, I, I was telling somebody that I feel like sometimes, um, cause I have a lot of online friends that I've accumulated over the years and 
a lot of us have actually met in person, but for the most part, like have had like an online presence in each other's lives for years and years. And I feel like sometimes in some ways I'm able to foster better relationships with those people because it's mostly written. And then you can kind of like really explain yourself in a way that is that both people understand. Now there are times when you read tone completely wrong. Like <laughs> yes. your tone's all wrong. You know what <clears throat> I mean? Like you might read something as you are and not as they were meant to be said. That's what I was going to say. When it comes to reading, oftentimes, and that's the only scary part about it, but oftentimes you're just reading it in your tone. From your, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so it might not even be how the person is, but you just like, you reading it. Yeah. And you know how to say people, the energy is mirroring yours. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, that, and that goes even in, you know, person to person Oh, yeah. Maybe I mean, they're 15. <clears throat> they're 15. That I've, means I've, three more years that's what's crazy to me yeah like I feel like oh you know they're young and then it seems you know the different milestones but I'm like 15 that means in three more years technically you're you can adult. act like you're on but I tell I I'm like you don't have to go I said you can stay with me as long as you want right like I want to go but I'm like no I really want you to know that yeah. if you find yourself just not ready at that time right you're not getting pushed out you know what right. I mean like you yeah. have a support. Do not feel forced like you're you against the world and you got to fend for yourself. Right. No, that's not. I feel like that's not. Um, I saw something about like how. Especially culturally, like we need to not push our kids out, you know, because then they don't get firm footing. And yes, like, well, when I was that age, I had to this and this and that. OK, but don't you like don't you want to do to learn and then do better for your children like isn't that the whole point is to level up <laughs> you know what I mean the, right the funny part is with my mom she didn't she really didn't push me out in the sense I but I started college I early because I I was wanted ready to, to get out of the house yeah yes. me too exactly. I was so I focused. didn't get pushed out but I was like peace <laughs> and, and it's funny because that is I think our relationship was established established at an early age and we we are excellent when we have our own space and yes. we are in control of our yes. own homes. We yep. are excellent. And I think that's, that's why we butt head. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. We because even when she comes to visit or when I go to visit, it's like after a certain after days, two days, my, after three, two, three days, it's like laughing. I got to go. <laughs> I got <laughs> to go. Well, look, the funny thing is this last time we went for the summer, she was like, you know, there's an Airbnb around the corner. Oh, <laughs> she was like, you, so, and, you and your kids can go on. Well, we did. And is, it she was still in, great. is she still in Georgia? Yes. Okay. And it's literally, we can walk there. It's okay. literally around the corner. Is the, yes. Um, but the, the house is like so nice. And it's got like, what they, they took the walk-in closet, which was in between the kids room and the, uh -huh. the parents room well actually it was another walk no it was a second walk-in closet and they turned it into a play area but it's like a loft oh that's cool and it has kid doors and all the stuff so 
um, the kids love the house. We can mm-hmm. literally walk over to my mom's and then we yeah. have her own space and she's not like, get your fingers off my screen, you know, yeah. not like, off my French or all that right. stuff. Yeah. Um, even like dropping stuff gorgeous. all over the place, crumbs and shit. In my but it's yeah. A, yeah. Mom is like, <laughs> I don't have little kids. And you know, she. No, you got grandkids she, though. So huh. but she's like literally re done the whole house that's why there's a new yorker in her new yorkers will get the house and they're there their whole life yes they just renovate they might build a house on top of the house build something you know right but they stay in their house and that's That's the new york so much for that shit (laughs) that's the new york mom her house is completely different from when she bought it Mm -hmm. and you know she's got the you know her floors and she's got the professional stove so she's kind of like she's on the east side right she's over on the east no west side west side okay going to the okay. west side um but but yeah it's funny because even the visits are better because i'm like she started getting with, okay mom i'm going to every yeah please i see yeah. you right. like it, we just have our places to escape yeah. and sometimes all we need is a little bit and then we can come back and have a great time yeah so i'm still learning my well not even learning like it's still establishing me and right. um my first one ocean but it's I think this they're stinker than I was as a teenager I know they are because mm-hmm. when I was complaining to my mom I was like oh you're the same way well I they went and spent the summer with my mom that year two days in my mom's like you were not like like <laughs> it was yeah. so funny I said you spent the whole year talking just to me how oh right. she's just in time just in time with a grand you know with yeah. your grandma and um but luckily we've gotten out of that the preteen stage i feel like is is actually harder than the teen stage because they're feel they're they're testing boundaries they're trying to get it they're trying to figure it out um they're like now not quite not young enough to like to yeah i get what you're saying yeah not old enough to do certain things not young enough to still be able to get away with certain things and still yeah. trying to like find their way but I mean I feel like I'm still trying to find my way I'm 38 years old you know what I mean <laughs> like, can you believe we're 38 girl no I feel like we look so good I know we do I mean <laughs> we're doing okay like it ain't cracking <laughs> yeah I see some some people at the high school like oh right like high school together right <laughs> now I will say I haven't gotten some like um crinkles in my forehead but now that I'm like I've put some sunscreen in my regimen, I'm doing Skincare. much better. Mm-hmm. I do believe life is not cracked. Most of us are not 100 percent anymore, you know, right. just because of families in America. Right. Um, yeah. So sometimes as, as that little bit. As I am, I, be, I, I'm, I gotta, I can crack a little bit if I don't take care of this skin. Well, I, I brown, but I just feel like with good. Um, just with good skincare I think it really preserves it because I was getting the forehead wrinkles Mm -hmm. and I feel like I had more a few years ago right and now it's like it's kind of smoothed out so what is I got my little what's this thing I mean yeah me too I got my little uh Sonicare and then I got the little PMD beauty yes (laughs) how are you trying to smooth out um Mm -hmm. I was extra fine before COVID I don't know what happened my face was a little bit bigger Oh no, I'm. I'm like, I thickened up. You did, but it's looking good. Not like I don't. I'm not saying like <laughs> you, you did. Know, I, you I did. Know. No, you know how people be I like, damn thick. girl, you got thick. LOL. You yeah, know what I mean? No, like I was, I was 
the funny thing is I've always weighed a lot. People never can right. tell my weight because, but you, just you know, you have yeah. height. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's but like, hold well, it different. yeah, I like, I, I like it. I just mm-hmm. don't want to hear. I know. Like, I don't that's want, what I'm saying. I need, I, I look think. like an emoji. I look like an emoji. <laughs> like, so for me, I'm like, if I could just like, I'm fine. I'm, I've always been a thicker, you can't get in trouble in the background. No, my kids okay. are always like <laughs> popping in. But um, like I've always been thick, but like now I'm like up in the 200s and just I was doing real good. I'm in the COVID 200s. Raggedy. Wait, what? Yes. But well, I got my thing on. I got a Oh, thing. you got okay, I'm in, yeah. No, yeah. I'm in. But for me, but you don't look like it. And I don't think I but look that's like why I said you don't. Yeah. You don't. But that's why I said I always tell people, even when I was in my Whole Foods days and I was smaller. Yeah. I was like 150. Right. Yeah, me too. One but, like one. But I was wearing a I was wearing a two. Okay, yeah. See, I was like um Oh my gosh. Nice probably thing. like a six or eight. No, I can't honestly I don't hear it. Good, good, good. Okay. Yeah. But like it's just one of those things, it's like Oh, that shit don't mean nothing. I'm it like, I that goes back to what we were shape. saying about like my shape. Yeah. You've always, but you know what? Th- but these BBL <laughs> bitches, these BBL bitches are, are ruining it for, for me, for people like me who've been had it. Natural. I've been had it. I've been, but you know what? It's my, the it back of my different. knees prove, the back of my knees prove that I've been had it because you know how like you can tell <laughs> when somebody's really thick, the back of their knee has that little buckle. <laughs> <laughs> when they're actually thick, born thick. <laughs> yes. yes. That gives it away. So, hmm. but no, these BBL, but just uh, let me not hate because I'm like, I'm like a good I... raise away from getting the uh, <laughs> belly fat put into my boobs. <laughs> That's a way. But I feel like it, I, well, you have more boobs now. You, before you yeah. were a lot more bottom. I was more bottom heavy. Yeah. yeah. But now I have boobs, but they're, yeah, they have that breastfeeding length. You know, that long titty. You see, that's why I'm glad this is a film. You see, look at all this. <laughs> I'm long as touching long my, titty. top of my thighs, titties. Ugh. So, yeah. But, I um, mean, that was six years of breastfeeding, so. Right, exactly. Exactly. Six whole years of, like, just attached, like a little uh, plankton, just yeah have you had a mammogram not yet have you i had my first yeah well you know well, my mother had breast oh that's cancer right before. that's right that's right yeah yeah right. but that couldn't get it because i was breastfeeding so i had to wait and okay. then um i kind of always had like what do you call it right just my god little, um, kid. like they're just kind of like fibroid you. yeah whatever yeah clusters or and, whatever. but i was finding the sides of my boobs kept like hurting and then mm-hmm. I always had that extra milk duct, like when mm-hmm. my milk came in, because apparently mm-hmm. my body thought I was a cow or something. It was like, yeah. oh, you need to duct in yeah, your I have I have extra numeraries like down like on my ribs. So I was like, are they going to leak? And they're like, they might. They, I don't think they See, mine leaked. didn't leak. Mine didn't but leak But it, it, it hurt. Yeah, first. like a like, rock. You know, it had to like dry out, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. But anyhow, whoever's listening was like, this is some gross stuff. They don't tell y'all this. <laughs> I know. But um, they were hurting. So because of the I'm tell my husband, can you just hug him, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> just hug him. 
so he could stop screaming. Um, so yeah, they were like, well, your family history, you need to go. So they yeah. did the diagnostic mammogram and the ultrasound. Okay. So I had like a twofer appointment. Okay. But child, they, I feel like I know why they want you to be older because by the time your titties are long, it's much easier. Because they, it's not the this part, it's the fact that they are smashing oh, this. Yeah. They're like trying to get this as flat. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. your actual chest. But like if you chest. was like this, where they used to be all voluptuous up here, yeah. that would be hard. Like that okay. would be really hard to get in there. So, okay. I was like, this actually makes it easier because I, I thought I just like sat it on the table. Right. Like you could just like plop it. Like these yeah. things just go they long. bring it up to your, <laughs> they bring it like up to your height because you know you're standing. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was, that was, that was interesting. But I have not had mine yet. Um, I have my annual exam. I was supposed to have it this coming week, but then I was looking at my my calendar and I was like, damn, my period's due that day. So I just said, oh yeah, you want to wait. Yeah, so I just called them and had to um, reschedule it. But I'm sad because um, the lady that I had last year, it was a new a new doctor that I had gone to, and she was black. And it was the first time I ever had a black gynecologist that was young. And now she's not there anymore. So mm-hmm. I'm back to going go to a white lady. But um, see, and I only we'll ever had a black, you know. Um, yeah. Doctor, national. I called her Jackie because I've known her since I was fourteen. From the show, but yeah, she yeah. was. She was my mom's doctor. She delivered my sister, okay. and so when I was fourteen, she was the only doctor. I she yeah. delivered my first child. Right. Um, she delivered like my cousin. She delivered a lot mm-hmm. of people in my family, actually. Yeah. But um, and it's so funny because she wrote about my mom in her book, and I know oh, exactly what part she put her name. But she, literally, oh, yeah. I know my mama. And I was right. like, as soon as I started reading, I was like, she was talking about my mom. She She's was like, yeah, you know, that was yeah. your mom. <laughs> she was like, I had to yeah. put her in the book. Oh, <laughs> she was my like goodness. one of her very early um, patients or whatever. But yeah, I was, I was spoiled because, you know, I moved to Atlanta when I was 14. So yeah. my dentist, my general doctor, my gynecologist, mm-hmm. I only had black doctors yeah. and black women. Yeah. So it was kind of like moving. I was like, I don't want to tell. I was like, I, don't, this is really I know. Special. Like, what is the, I what almost, are you talking about the doctor? Yeah. <laughs> so I like went doctor? online and sought her out. But then when I called, I was like, I don't see her on the website. And they were like, no, but we have this lady. And I almost said, do you have any black ladies? But this white, it was a white <laughs> lady that I was talking to the, the secretary, you know what I mean? And yeah. had, if it was reversed to where like it was a black receptionist would, and a white lady saying you don't gonna white doctors you know make sure they're white you know what I mean it would be a problem would be, but there's but a think, specific set of issues that or not issues necessarily but there's a specific set of things that we have to discuss that a person who's not a person of color while they might have studied some things and they might have discussed it going to a seminar on diversity equity and inclusion they don't know certain you know what I mean I mean just look at the black mentality rate with pregnancies and moms exactly. you know <clears throat> that's four to one you. four times and more I think likely if it's gonna be your body something I'm not you're gonna be looking at my Gucci and then if I have a child you're gonna be literally cutting them out and my, getting my them child's out. life is in your hands <clears throat> yeah yeah you want to know that they are not going to so you want to know they're going to actually pain threshold is higher than my other yes, experiences. It's too vulnerable of and right. too intimate 
of a of a of a doctor relationship for you to not like even I love my dentist um out here um mm -hmm. <clears throat> and she's actually West Indian I was like God mm -hmm. um but she's a type like you know and I have super sensitive teeth like I, I guess I have like big nerves or whatever mm -hmm. but I know when she was doing I was in the filling and she was looking at my eyes and I kind of like this she was like wait is something hurting Mm -hmm. She was like, we don't do pain. Like she mm -hmm. was like, if you are uncomfortable, let me know. You should yeah. not be in my chair. And I was like, that's what I'm looking for. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, you're fine. Right. But she, yeah, I didn't good. have to say it. She's like, mm -hmm. she sees me. So right. that's like super, if it's, it's I don't know, this, it's important. And it's yeah. not to say that one is better than the other. But when it comes to that, I want to know that you yeah. truly see me. And you're not going based on stereotypes of what you've heard, what you've but heard. you understand because you yourself are no. like me. Right. Yeah. I feel, honestly, I feel like aside from just like medicine, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I have been actually seeking out people of color to be my, my providers. Um, but also like just personally too, like, it's like, your friends like um it's exhausting to have to like educate white women and men on like why what you like why something is funny to me or why something is not funny or why something's inappropriate or why you know what I mean just like yeah without them um giving the the answer that they read in some book or heard in some lecture although yes I, I'm I appreciate you know the white people who do make it a point to get educated but at the same time it's like uh, you know like there's certain sometimes you just want to <clears throat> you want to just not have to educate you know you just right. want to be able to just talk or right someone to get it without an explanation right maybe that's more it. you want yeah. yeah someone to get it without having to explain it yeah um no no i get that I don't, oh did we finish yeah we talked about my I'm glad you can't hear this because it's like Dane is. I can hear it a little bit, but not. I can't really hear. Dane it. is Daney. Um, <laughs> How old is he now? He's five. Five, yeah, girl. And, yeah, and it's and interestingly enough, we um. So he goes to like a, a Waldorf school, which mm -hmm. I love in the sense you know I've always like into different stuff, right? Um, oh, because Ocean is unschooling. Oh, they're ninth okay. grade. And they're unschooling. Okay. Although we're um, we found an unschooling school, <laughs> um, in mm -hmm. Harlem, so we're gonna be visiting there <clears throat> next week. So it's awesome because you know it's truly unschooled, but they right. only they stay school so that because New York is so like, you know, paperwork, bureaucratic, right. everything. Like yeah. I literally turned in the their third quarter report for homeschooling today. <clears throat> okay. We had to do reports and everything yeah. and assessments. Um, but they make it an official school just so it's easier and it'll right, be to, accepted. But right. there's no teachers, it's facilitators. Okay. It's very democratic. On Monday morning, the student body meet with the facilitators and they basically say what their intentions, their goals are for the week. So that one is person is like, yeah, they're like, I really, I need, I know, I, like, I just want to know enough math to like live, like, look uh -huh. the kind. Like, they might say something like that, and or they might say, you know, I want to go to the um, Museum of Natural History this week. Does anybody else want to go? Right. But they can kind of coordinate. Okay, this okay, facilitator yeah. will go with the group. Um, they have to clean up the place. 
Okay. You know what I mean? And yeah. even at Waldorf, they like, do be that. Like responsible that's, human beings contributing yeah. to success to society. Yeah. Yeah. So even at um, and they went to Waldorf, but then they okay. said they went to un, um unschool. But then goes to like a Waldorf, and it's the same thing. Those little kids, they don't use plasticware. They use real mm-hmm. dishes, real china. Mm-hmm. Like when they have snack time, or they get like tea. It's they okay. get a tea in a teacup. They can get the little honey. They have the candle. They yeah. have a candle at the table. None of the kids are trying to mess with it or blow it out. Like they, they get the sponges. They put, <laughs> but you got to think. I remember my grandma. They had them in the back you know, when I was growing up. They had in the middle of their their living room one of those like fireplaces that bellowed out. You remember yeah, those old school ones? Those old like yeah. in the middle of the room. and nobody and got burnt. No. <laughs> So when you think about it, like the first graders, like let's say, because they cook their snack for whatever snack time is or uh-huh. lunch. So they be having like seaweed and lentil soup. They mm-hmm. compost when they finish, whoever, you know, if you wow. didn't finish your food, they put the compost in the pot and then the mm-hmm. gardeners outside. They okay. have gardening class. Wow. So, but no, we, it was interesting because Dane is always like, he falls so hard. He jumps, like he's just, so intense and you know i have dj who's now 11 and mm-hmm. i've been a dj's you know dj's um bonus additional mom, mom his bonus mm-hmm. mom since dj was five so mm-hmm. i know like boys are definitely more hype than girls totally right. get that but then i'm like golly like <laughs> off the chart and he's super smart he's been breathing since he was three he's mm-hmm. doing math and addition even now but just like i'm like dang like just and Getting him to like focus is hard. Yeah. I was like, maybe as ADHD, maybe he's about like, I didn't know. But a teacher was like, Have you had him evaluated for like sensory integration? She was like, yeah. I don't think he's purposely not listening. She's like, I don't think, I was like, I don't think his body is not yeah. him. And she yeah. was like, He's really sweet. She's like, He has the biggest heart. He's a sweet kid. She was like, You can tell like he's one thing. He's like Ferdinand. And I was like, like Ferdinand, like, like, what like is that? gentle she, inside, yeah. but just barreling through, like, just bit, like. Well, just... and what, and then I was like, because I remember in, when he was younger, I was like, well, maybe he's, is he autistic on the spectrum? Because he's very mm-hmm. orderly with things. Yeah. What we found out was like, he feels out of control sometimes. So he likes mm-hmm. the things in order. So kind of find that he's, um, he has a sensory integration. He's very high on sensory seeking. You know how some kids are adverse yeah. and they don't want to be touched or certain textures yeah. bother them. No, he's just like, bring it all. Yeah. So now- Let me touch does, that. He goes, <laughs> yeah. He goes to um, the occupational therapist for sensory and like we do the joint compression. Okay. And he loves therapy because he gets to do fun stuff. Like he yeah. gets to be on a trampoline. He's, you know. Yeah. Now he has the wobble chair. So that, oh, does he? One of those like that helps you, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. because he can focus, but he still gets the movement out. Yeah. And now we do the different, not the kinetic stand, but some other stuff. Have you heard of Mad Matter? Yeah, it's like uh, kind of like a not a putty, but like more like a. Um, I don't know how to. It's a mix between putty and like kinetic stand. So, yeah. It's literally like a mixture because when you tear it's it, like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we do um, all of that, and then he's left-handed. So then he would get frustrated because he's trying every, to zipper. Is, yeah. And every, yeah. So he's like trying to zipper, but he keeps unzippering it. And he's just like, yeah. Because they wear 
outdoor gear. They spend the majority of the class outside. They're on nature trails. They're like jumping on logs. Oh, wow. But when they come in, they have to take off their outdoor gear and put on their indoor shoes. Yeah. So it's just the transitions were frustrating him. Yeah. And they took him longer he, because his, the coordination and the world is and not then really he, he didn't want to be left. Left-handed. Yeah. And funny enough, he doesn't want to get left behind if I so yeah yes so he's um so but it's awareness is everything right now that we're aware that this is how he's feeling or this is how he's experiencing the world like we can the funny thing he always loves to do yoga with me because we still Uh, do it yeah he loves that and that sort of soothes him the different you know going through the positions and that's a part of what he does in therapy Wow, but the joint okay. compressions is really cool because they were saying like the joint compressions is his vestibular system. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's not getting the signal back. So that's why mm-hmm. his body's telling him, jump really hard. Let's make sure your feet yeah. are there. They're there. Trust like me. He's like, got to plant them feet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Got it. But like, it makes so Ralph. much sense. <laughs> yes. It, but it makes Just, so yeah. much sense knowing yeah. because, and I'm glad we're in a position where he teaches like, not saying, oh, he's bad. Oh, he got issue. He don't know how to sit right. down. Yeah. But being like, I Dana, like, you know, she was just like, like he what's has the reason? He's mm-hmm. such a great student. She was like, but I can tell it's something's not him. She's like, not almost like his mind something's is not going coll- fast. Yeah. Something's not connecting. Or, yeah. Yeah. So she's like, he's always like 10 steps ahead, but then he's trying to, you know, keep up, you know. So mm-hmm. that has definitely, um, definitely been interesting though. But okay. I'm like, when you know, you can yeah. actually do something about it. That's why it's important to like, you know, we got to pay attention to our kids. We got to pay attention to, and, um, you know, it's not just like, it's not always physical. It's not always emotional. Like you got to like pay attention to your child as a whole being, you know what I mean? Like, especially right. like for us, it was like, everything was very black and white you know, back in our day when we were growing up, it was like, you're either a boy or a girl, you're either in special ed or you're in regular, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, what is it? It's not called special ed. Or gifted. No, right. it or is, gifted. Right. You, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, um, or you're, you know, you're either fat, you know, like you're either getting good grades or you're bad. You know what I mean? Like there was no like in between, And there was no, like, I think that that's why I feel like our generation, even though, like, I feel like we're learning a lot quicker than maybe the generations before us, because we were put in that place where it was, we're like, you know, like, we're still young enough that we can remember how hard it was to have to define ourselves. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so the pressure of tradition, the pressure, exactly. So I think that we're at a point where we're able to really like let the children speak for themselves, you know, and let the children tell us what it is that they need. And so, you know, we're not too set in our ways that we're not allowing our kids to be themselves. And and we're learning, honestly, we're learning from our kids. Like to me, I've learned so much more about myself from my own kids, from like seeing the way that they communicate things and, you know, maybe stopping to ask myself like, well, why does he do things that way? Or why, you know, 
why is he responding that way? And why do I feel a certain kind of way about it? Do you know what I mean? And you got two record rounds, so I know that's a lot. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like <laughs> they are busybodies. They don't like Parker is very much a screen kid. Like he is, he loves YouTube. He loves video games. Sean's more of an outside physical kid but Parker even when he's watching his screens he's still his feet are jumping like back and Mm. forth back he's like the whole time he's just hopping or doing like a little two-step he can't just like sit still and watch the video or play the game he always has to be like yeah so that's one of the things too that I was like I asked his doctor and I was like do you think this and she was like as long as he has the ability to do that to move in order to pay attention, then it's not a problem, you know, because Does he have sensory, any sensory, has he done an evaluation? Um, he has not yet, but there are certain things that I noticed like loud noises, you know, kind of make him like, I'm going to send screenshots you all the stuff I have. Okay. Meaning like there's, um, so she laminates everything. So we can have refrigerator stuff. Yeah. But um, even like if this, then try this okay. because he might just have it where it's like that, that need for moving. That's like with the wobble yeah. chair, right. they have it so that they're like, they're moving, but then mm-hmm. they can focus. Mm-hmm. They even have the mats for the seat or by your feet. So that okay. for classrooms, some classrooms have that. You remember when we were working at Whole Foods, I had a ball chair, like, because I could not sit still. Like I am. And that's very also much... great for your core. I know exactly. <laughs> it is. I need to get that bitch again. Right. Um, I, was I, have a, I have a standing desk at work that sometimes gets used, but it's not, it's not comfortable. <laughs> and plus, cause I wear heels like almost every day. It's like, oh, uh, no. you know, I like it though. It's no, I mean, yeah, I can't stand up and then wear heels. Yeah. I'll stand up with some, some sneakers. Yeah. Sure. On the days that I wear like my Doc Martens or something, or if it's like casual Friday or whatever, then sometimes I'll put the standing chair up. Cause like, I feel mm. my spine getting compressed in my office chair you know yeah um, I dig it we got one of those chirp wheels that thing feels so good you, like roll on it I, was, I live yes I sent one of the little Instagram videos to my husband yeah he, he <laughs> so that's how I found I'm, out I'm, about him on Instagram <laughs> Instagram sold it he's targeting as you know my nerves I was like right. I, can just I know and be like Instagram ad Instagram ad Yep. Instagram ad. Yep. <laughs> yep. All the things. <laughs> like that's the thing. We are and we should know better because we're yes. marketing. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I'm we like, should know better. I know what's happening. I know. <laughs> I do this. There's not an email <laughs> subject line. There's not like I'll know like the email subject lines that ask a question or like this is the, I guess it's yeah. over. Like with all those things, like I know exactly. what this is. Like you, right. I know what it is. Like you can't, but then I'm like, but this is cute. But, so. <laughs> but sometimes it gets on my nerves. Like um, there, uh, Michael's for a while was doing um, where they were adding like a whole bunch of letters, like, hey, like in their subject <laughs> lines. I'm like, I'm not that. Yes, I be talking like that sometimes, but I am not that person that you have to target. Like, this is not meant for me, sis. Like, yes. hey, who, who, who'd y'all hire? Yes, yeah. or the or a bunch of emojis, but it's the ones yeah. that are like, I guess it's all like, okay, this is the unsubscribe email. Right. Oh, you're going to bump me. Then bump me off. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not Bye. responding. I'm not opening up your emails. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah i do this take me often this is what but, i do but yeah so yeah like we, it, we definitely know what's happening but mm-hmm. it's still like some things so, are just cute though so i'm, I'm a right <laughs> that the way they were rolling on that chirp wheel i was like oh that looks so nice because i was sitting in that's my, the one where it was like quiet and you hear, and the, hear the cracks yeah because yeah. <laughs> i was sitting and i don't know if they knew i was at work and i was sitting still for they a long did. time they yeah they were like <laughs> she hasn't her stand goal is not yet hit so she's probably been sitting there for a while i know that back is aching that's probably what they were doing they're like let's send her this video of this crack click 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 yeah yeah um, I I tried to be more like for the most part I, I do hit my goals on my watch for the most part mm-hmm. but it's I feel like I'm well now my husband so I feel like I'm more of like the family uber in that sense yeah. like I'm always dropping off picking up because two kids go to school in Manhattan downtown mm-hmm. and midtown Dane's in Long Island and now Ocean is gonna be in Harlem so it's kind of like four different schools damn so yeah. do you have you have um your husband's kid you you have the bonus kids full time or um it's joint custody so from day one he's had them essentially they switch houses every Friday so when they okay. went to school and they had like you know they all went to school where it was uniforms mm-hmm. we each bought the same stuff okay. so that they would never have to bring a pack a bag okay you just when you get off of school this Friday you're going to your mom's this Friday yeah. you're going to your dad's but okay so we have equal amount of time but it's like I take them to doctor's appointments yeah pick them up early from school they didn't feel good because I um I read the four-hour work week and I had finagled working from home I had told my boss indefinitely when I first had Dane so uh-huh. I was working at a nonprofit, but then after a year a little over a year he's like oh can you start coming back and Dane was still breastfeeding he never mm-hmm. took the bottle Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, I don't want to be like it's some random day here in, in, yeah. in New York. No. Right. So that's when I stopped working. But just me and who I am, I was like, I got to find. I got to do I have something. to do something. Yeah. So I did a lot of different things. Like some, I, I mean, different products. And I honestly still use everything when I try because yeah. I liked it. Uh-huh. But I was just like, I want something that I own. And my grandmother, my dad's mom, she's uh, passed right when I graduated college Mm -hmm. but she was a cleaner her mom was a cleaner and so I was Mm -hmm. kind of like they were amazing cleaners but poor because they were Mm -hmm. barely paid Mm -hmm. so I started my cleaning business okay checklist made plug um (laughs) you gonna have to plug it all girl you gonna plug it (laughs) I started that but like I've done some of the cleanings and stuff because I want to make sure like I have a cleaning checklist I wanted to make Mm -hmm. sure that everything was orderly but it Mm -hmm. grew pretty quickly so I have cleaners so I run my business essentially from home Mm -hmm. but we have you know cleaners all across that are cleaning so I do that which gives me the freedom to be working but then dropping off picking up doing these different things and then I do um because the Pisces in me and I'm just all over the place. Um listen, and my- <laughs> I love Pisces. I like I just I don't <laughs> I love Pisces. Like I just love Pisces. I, I get along great with Pisces women, Pisces men. Like I just love me some Pisces. So go on the Pisces and you did what now? Thank you. Put your hands um, on everything. You know, the 
you know, her seemed to be a little mystical and stuff. So I really was getting into more into meditation and just mm-hmm. different things. Um, and my maternal grandmother is retired now. She's a psychotherapist. She was always in the mental health arena, which mm-hmm. is another reason why, like, mental health has always been. Right. Um, I grew up with that being something that you're not crazy. You go. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, go so that you can be healthy. Yeah. Um, uh, they started getting into like EFT, tapping, and different things, mm-hmm. um, and got some certifications. So I really got into emotional clearing work and like, is that um, like Reiki healing healing kind of, of, or it's it's a mixture of things because we do a lot of reframe okay. um, with my clients and stuff. But my my niche is really um, like I've worked with all different races and both men and women, but majority of the clients I work with are black women Mm -hmm. and I I'm passionate about that because I feel like traditionally historically like if you look in our you know generational trauma we have always been told we have to be productive we have to work like yeah it was literally your strong independent black woman like that's what even before that right take it and and I'm saying especially when we were raising people's kids Taking it back to slavery, like you either had whatever it was, you had to be productive, whether you were a wet nurse, whether Mm -hmm. you was in the field, whether you was a cook, because Mm -hmm. if you weren't, you were in danger of being sold or whatever else. Not You were in an evil, but it was your own evil. And you Mm -hmm. were literally told your productiveness was your worth. Yep. And so, yes, we're not slaves and stuff, but that stuff is passed down like in our body yeah. I think and in so many ways yeah I so that's my thing is really us being free and a lot of times um and I've you know I everything like I'm always like I have to experience it before I can ever try to you know yeah uh, administer it with someone else and stuff like right. that so I've done the hypnosis and a lot of, you know hypnosis therapy and a lot of mm-hmm. different things but really just that emotional clearing work with traditional therapy and I'm big on therapy because family background. We all have right. therapy uh, therapists individually, right. mm-hmm. kids, husband, me, right. and then um, we will do family therapy sessions with our family and my husband's ex wife oh, will be great. in, so that yeah. we're all on the having, same page. Um, okay, especially when it comes to the kids because it's it's you know we are technically we're raising all together. Yeah, it's a blended are connected. family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just like to kind of get that perspective. But mm-hmm. a lot of times also with traditional therapy, you tend to just keep revisiting and rehashing. Girl. And I, to a certain extent, okay. I was like, no, I want to be free. Yes, like how right? can I not deal with this anymore is the point. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and who is it? Um, Toby Wigway, he had a line in one of his, it's actually one of his songs that he said, you can't give your gifts, you can't get your gifts from God and both your hands are full. Yeah. Right. And I felt like with therapy, just juggling, juggling, juggling the same yeah. things. Right. And I was like, no, I want to be free of it. And I know for me, the biggest, um, that's what, right. And I used to say emotional framework because it's different things, but the reframing and, right. um, revisiting childhood, yeah. right. Like, I uh Your inner child and kind of like yeah so inner child work nursing. and I do uh mm-hmm. I do a, what's called an attraction audit point and it's not like ooh what what's attractive about you it's what emotion are you attracting because if you are radiating something that's mm-hmm. what can meet you 
right? When you think of that, all these different emotions and, and energies exist. Like but one just side like, of a magnet, one end of a magnet, and it's like or, pulling. Or radio. If you want to hear R&B, right. then you don't you need to, to be on station. a rock. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to be on a rock station because you're not going to hear, you're right. not going to hear Luther Vandross. It's just not coming right. on. Right. Um, so I think of it like that in the sense of what are you tuning to? And so for me, it's a process I go through and it's kind of like the initial thing. And then after that, we work through. But what I realized is I was radiating the feeling of not enough. Oof. And when I went deeper, Oof. but not enough with the inner child work, it went to craziest thing. The memory was so vivid when I really did like the went through the process and I do this with the people I work with but it brought me back to when I was four watching the army van come down the street pull into the driveway to pick up who had signed up for the army and he told my mom maybe 45 minutes before they came to get him (gasps) my dad took me with him when he signed up I remember the the big uh what is that the oil painting and the desk being huge it was like to my face because if I was four it was probably right at my face. Yeah. The big brown desk. So I, if I confirmed later in life, he took me with him when he signed up. When he went so, enlisted. But I wow. remember, because they always say, Christine, you know, Christine, big mouth, crybaby Christine. And I think what happened in my mind, I'm looking at my mom with tears in her eyes, my brother's crying. And I'm like, and this is this kid stuff. If right. I was not so, if I wasn't crying all so the time loud, and I was bad, yeah. he wouldn't have left. He would have left. I would have been enough to keep him here. He wouldn't have had to run from me. He took me with right. him. Girl, yeah. Listen. Right. Listen. So, so <laughs> John Jacob I, Jingleheimer Schmidt. Okay. <laughs> right. His name is my name, Taylor. <laughs> right. So, so with doing that work, and I did a few sessions of it actually going mm-hmm. and me as the adult Christine walking into that scene and picking me up little Christine and holding her and being like this is nothing to do with you yeah he's and so it was layers of it but realizing because what happened not enoughness it's turned on that switch or now I'm tuned to the un, not enough station mm-hmm. so what do I do I get in relationship Oof. I attract relationships that are firm but not enoughness mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that's what i say you which you're tuning like out when, like you're you're attracting relationships where you always feel like i have to prove that i'm worthy of your attention i have to prove that like but hey, look at me. And that's not what you want right but it's where you're at you don't right. feel enough and so you're gonna attract other not enough you know what i'm saying right. in the yeah. sense of so and even with position like j- jobs just different things it shows up mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. I don't have enough mm-hmm. well I'm always broke right I don't have enough because that's what I'm because that's where tuning you to put yourself yeah so it's really that healing and then with the with the re with the reframing work that's looking at my dad in the fact that it sucks because as a parent you are supposed to do better there's mm-hmm. the expectations but also reframing the real life hmm I know my dad's relationship with his father mm-hmm. and I know how my great granddad and my granddad were. Mm-hmm. And I know my mom and everybody said that my, my dad said he didn't want to be like his, you know, like, I know those things. My yeah. parents were dating since 14, have got married, well, have my brother 
got married, had me. So 18, 21. They mm-hmm. were young and mm-hmm. he wasn't as mature as my mom. Right. You know what I mean? And so yeah. kind of taking my dad out of he's my dad and all the expectation that comes with it and, and looking at him, him as a person 18 year old 21 year old yes yes and just looking at him like that and then being like and and the funny thing is like to this day to me he's still a and I tell him we have a very very uh honest relationship of like mm-hmm. you are selfish you think everything's about you but mm-hmm. the reason why we have a actual relationship now is because I only expect him to be who he is. I don't have high expectations. Listen, I don't have to put these expectations. I literally, um, two nights ago was the first time that I had like a long phone conversation with my father. We talked for like 45 minutes, which that has never in my life happened. You know what I mean? Like we didn't even have each other's phone number until I was like, 22 23 you know you share some stories with me yeah yeah so um you know we were just talking about all kinds of stuff like what's going on in our life and you know like he was telling me um just like some he was telling me some stuff that like you know he's had to unpack and unwrap and he was like referring me to some um you know he was telling me to look up some uh the incredible Clarks or the amazing Clarks. Do you know who these people are? They're like mm. some relationships people. But um, but then he was telling me, um, like we were just talking about life, and he was talking about the fact that, you know, he did abandon me. He acknowledged that. Do you know what I mean? But he also said, you know, he also was like, I was 19 years old. I was a dumb child. I you know, he was like, I, your mom, I, he said, I have nothing bad to say about her because she did an amazing job. And that's no thanks to me, but also maybe thanks to the fact that I left because I was able to take myself out of the situation that I might've fucked up, you know, bad had I been around, had I been visible, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you have to, um, like, I feel like, we have to also see the blessings in the endings or in the removal or in the like in the absence and the absence it. like because maybe that person being there might have been a toxic person because they were not in the space that they wanted to be i'm not saying that we should abandon our children but i am saying that like in any relationship if a person does not feel like they are in the environment where they can grow and where they can be their best self, it's going to be dangerous for everybody. It's going to be collateral damage for everyone else. All around. You know what I mean? And yeah, so, my um, dad didn't, he left that day, but he, he was still in my life and he was yeah. doing crazy shit. The most, yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Like the shit, it like, you know, like, so like my dad left and went to the Marines. Okay. Right. When you're married. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it might've been better if he had just <laughs> called it split yeah. still and did, yeah. you know what I mean? Go on your merry little way. You can be a better uh, father to me if you're living your life, <laughs> how you need to live your life. Without you know? involving me. Exactly. Yeah. So like now we have, we have a relationship where I feel like I'm able to speak to him freely because 
it's less of a father-daughter relationship and more of like a um you know crazy Two uncle people. who does yeah crazy <laughs> uncle who does crazy shit you know what I mean like mm-hmm. the fact that I have little sisters that are the same age as my kids is just you know an example of like <laughs> we call ourselves the real modern family like shit is shit is weird it takes a lot of explanation sometimes <laughs> you know what I right. mean but um but like we just have to I feel like see people as they are and not as we are you know and that's hard to do because we have our lenses on we have our filters that we see things through we have our fear brain that that um processes things as you know through our trauma filter through our fear filter through our um prejudices through our everything but I feel like that that goes back to what we were saying in the beginning, in the very beginning about like how I said, like hearts, not parts, like mm-hmm. when you're able to strip all that away and, and how you said, uh, not coming out, but inviting in, like when you're able to like have that kind of emotional soul connection with somebody and get rid of all the rest of the stuff, you're able to just, shit feels more a lot more authentic and you're able to get rid of all of your preconceived notions and your physical assumptions you know like I I think it's it's really well I think it's free no I think it's just your your um it's really the removing of expectations or just even if you need to mourn the fact that that person isn't who you felt they should have been or lived up to your expectations that letting that go mourning it if you need to letting it go and then okay from here forward do I just not want this person in my life or do I want them and if I'm gonna allow them in my life I'm also gonna let them be who they are yeah now if someone's like physically you know if someone's dangerous to you then they probably should just you but you still have to release get what I'm saying you still have to emotionally um mourn the lack of them meeting expectation and let that go regardless if they are allowed to continue in your life or not mm-hmm. but the freeing part is because it's for you while I was feeling like well me being mean to my dad and us you know all this stuff was making him pay he was still living his life mm-hmm. <laughs> like he, he wasn't he wasn't honestly probably all turmoil like I Turn, felt like he should have up the way you wanted him to be. No, right? I don't think he was. It was tearing you was, up. It was tearing right. you up though, right? Exactly. Because I didn't release it, and that's why I think it's so important to. Um, and then even the part of, and my mom was like, I didn't care either way. But there was a part of me that felt like being loyal to my mom because my mom went through so much, and I felt like my dad a lot of times had it easy in life or easier and my mom was the single parent and going through breast cancer all these things and prevailing so part of me felt like if I allow myself to have a relationship with my dad what does that mean for my mom what does that say to her yeah yeah am I betraying her and I felt like like I was betraying my mom my stepdad like right because he was so good yeah you said that you know because of the relationship you had and how he stepped in um right so, but even that, and I mean, I had the conversation. She was like, child, she was, and not in a mean way, but she was be like, I'm not a mean person, but when she would be like, someone's dead to me, she was like, because someone's dead to me, they cannot 
they don't have me. They, they can't, can't affect me. Yeah, yes. they can't affect me. And so she was like, that's your life. Like, whatever you want. She was like, but I'm not walking around here mad. She was like, I mourned when, you know, I let that go. I realized your dad was not going to really contribute or be a stable piece. And that's why mm-hmm. I worked extra jobs. So she was like, I never wanted to depend on him. But mm-hmm. she was like, this is your life. She's like, I'm yeah. happy. I want you to know. So yeah. really kind of having those conversations releasing was very freeing for me. And I that's honestly why I kind of went into that practice because I want more of us to mm-hmm. have that, to be free. To have that like, truly. release that we're, taking the yeah. shackles off. Like, yeah, and like. That's why even when it comes to when I decided, like when I was like, you know, oh, I don't necessarily want a job. I want to have money. And I want to be able to be, you know, at home, wherever I want to be. And I was like, that sounds very, it goes against what Black women, like, we yeah. got to be the strong. We got to work hard. We got to be gotta We got to be how, strong. Yeah. All good. And I was like, I want to do that shit. Yeah. I just want to have money. And I even say, like, I'm a really lazy. I want the soft sure. life. I want to live the soft life. Yes. I and saw I this say, video I'm- and I was like, that's the life I'm <laughs> supposed to be living, man. It was this girl. She was like mostly naked, probably like in her bra and panties in a room full of plants playing a harp. And I was like, that is the life that I'm supposed to be living. She <laughs> like, well, I think just, I should be able to sing. I don't know. Harps I ain't cheap. Plants ain't cheap. That many plants. Like she's yeah, harps are doing okay. Yeah. Are she's doing great. But that's one of those <laughs> things I think too, with the freeing is like, okay, so what do I do? And I was like, I want, I want more freedom and I just mm-hmm. want more ease. And yeah. even like the last, like Focusing my on words, what you do want and not what you don't want is kind and, of like a yes, mindset And this thing. year, my word was really just fun. Like, mm-hmm. and I know it's like, people like, oh, focus. And I was like, no, fun. Like, I just yeah. want, I just I want, want to fun. enjoy myself. Yeah. I kind of want to look like, dang, like he's five. He'd be like, he say he wants something. All of a sudden somebody supplies it. Yeah. Like, that's dope. Voila. So I was like, I'm going to yep. start. I'm just like looking like a fire. I'm gonna be like, dang. Yep. And I'm just I've been, like, I've, girl, I've been manifesting left and right. Okay. I have look, I got a whole this is my little room to here. yourself. I got, my, I got my whole little altar here, my little meditation space, my little <laughs> crystals that I can, you know, candles that I can stare at. I just, you know, like be doing I the candle meditation. Somebody yep. have to, you know, we in New York with houses, unless you're yeah. rich, your house is small. I'm glad we got a house and not an apartment. Right. Ah, that much space. But just the thing, like I can honestly say it is not even just recently, but the last few years. Like I have not I haven't had a job in the last four years. I've mm-hmm. been I spent a year just being a stay-at-home mom and figuring things out. And I've had a business may mm-hmm. may will be three years where I've had that congratulations luxury mm-hmm. of time, freedom, and it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. Yeah. I don't have to leave my house and I'm yeah. making more money than when I went to work every day. Yeah. See, for me, I, I was a stay-at-home mom um, for like almost seven years, seven, probably seven years. Um, and I wanted to do all that, but I honestly was not right in the right headspace. Like I wasn't in the right state of mind. Um, I wasn't, my, my mental health was not good because you were moving like every three days exactly I was yeah my life was um yeah it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it's just everything New marriage was, 
a couple times new states so like yeah. you saw you saw like how Reading fast shit. things were- he was on different parts of the country exactly <laughs> and so there was never any time for me to like catch my breath and, and do what uh so my therapist calls it um not centering what is it when you're like when you do like the five things I can see three things that or four things I can hear like just are like when you do like the senses where you basically recalibrate yourself like I never had Mm -hmm. the opportunity to say like hey is this what I want hey like I never had the opportunity to do that I was just on a really quick fast pace um trajectory of somebody else's goals that I never really um got a chance to sit down and say what is it that I want for me is this the direction that I want to go in like I I didn't have that space. So I, the only way that I was able to kind of hop off of that train is to get up, get a job of my own so that I can like have my own stable ground to stand on. So for me, I needed that structure. Like I'm a Libra. So I'm also kind of like, you know, I married a Libra. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, we're not lazy. We just like things to be nice. We like things to like, we, we, we're not in a hurry. Usually <laughs> we like our little lists and stuff, but you know, yeah, yeah, we have our lists, but and... for me, he kind of plants me because Pisces is just, yeah, y'all, y'all Pisces are the best, bro. I agree. We are the best. The best. When's your birthday? <laughs> March eighth. March eighth. And you okay. know, so you're like a true I turned thirty eight this year, and it was my unicorn birthday because I turned three eight on three eight on three eight. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I love. Listen, um, yeah, I just love <laughs> Pisces. Pisces are the best. Like Pisces. Pisces and Libra are not like a typical pairing, but not, it works. Yeah. But it works though. Like it's not like what everybody says is like the typical, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's like it works. All my typical broke my heart. Like, so. Ebb and flow. Like because I think because Pisces are so fluid and Libra's kind of like the balancing, you know what I mean? So it works. Yeah. Like if you look it's at still if you look things. at water, water always balances itself. Like there's always the equilibrium. So I feel like it kind of like the ebb and flow goes together, whether it's yeah. with, you know, friendships, relationships, whatever. But I just love me some Pisces. That's all. Anyway, um, so damn, see? I know. I that's what we talk. talked in five years. I I'm know. Not I know. Five years, y'all. <laughs> about, but we talked about random stuff. I think the last time we talked like on the phone was when um, Sam passed away. Yes. Uh, I remember I was on the bike. I was at the gym on the bike when you called. A, yeah. Yeah. Like that's not a place to be. Yeah. I know. But it was, was terrible. Stationary. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, so what is in the wash for you? So that's my, my brother was like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta include, like ask your guests what's in the wash. So like, what's the thing that you're working on the thing that you're like, maybe cleaning up your processes or just trying to, you know, pivot or re 
I don't know. What's in the wash? However you want to interpret that. Got lots of things in the wash. Um, as far as my cleaning business, which, ha, cleaning. Aha, uh-huh, look at um, that. <laughs> <laughs> what's in the wash of my cleaning business? Um, so I've been working with a lot of independent contractors and have a few to transition into employees. And this, okay. uh, um, this year, honestly, I already started hiring for a lot more services. So having taxes and bookkeeping. So really hiring professionals to do the okay. shit I don't want to do. Yeah. So I'm glad I took the time to make the money so that I can afford to pay someone to handle those things so I don't have to because right. I want to be doing stuff that I enjoy as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but that process because New York is crazy. So work is kind of all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like of all states, I picked it to do that here. Right. But I'm in the wash of getting um, transitioning into more employees and just um, better, better systems. Systems. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, how can they find you? Like, are you, are you taking clients? Are you taking, what you doing? What you need to pull so with this? I got you. <laughs> if you're in the NYC area, um, mm-hmm. it's checklist, like a checklist mm-hmm. made um, is that cleaning company. And worldwide um i also like i said do emotional clearing work which is a mixture or a wash or tumbling i'm trying to think of all the cycles of um <laughs> going through the cycles of, of nlp reframe a little bit of traction point audit a little bit of tapping if it's needed so we do those different processes inner child work um okay. it's a spinoff of my maiden name you know i use christine b collier so it's mm-hmm. christine it's Christine D Co, Christine D C O dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and on social media, I'm Christine D Co on okay. Twitter, Instagram, whatever social whatever. media thing. Okay. It's just because Instagram. What happened? Twitter cut me off after. Oh, Certain I was trying to put my whole name. <laughs> I was like Christine D Co, and it was like. Christine but then D-Co. it's like Christine the company, basically. Christine yeah, so the company. There you go. I kept, I kept that. But um, yeah, you know, yeah. My my username. I'm. I don't think I'll ever change my username because people literally know me as Kiss Me How. Like literally, I will see. Like, do you remember Tiwa? Yes. Like I would. <laughs> I would see him out in public so and he would call me Kiss Me How. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, it's literally Kirsten Melinda Howard. Like, that is literally, yes. I just squished it all together. And yeah. I'm going to keep it that way. It's going to stay that way forever. That's what, but ever. that's why it makes it so cool because it's not just random. It has meaning, but yeah. it actually looks, you know, it, yeah. it looks good when you look at it. So, but I'm excited for you. You need to be doing more with this. I know. I know. I think I think this is my lane. I think this is I think I it think, is too. I think this is my lane. So I just I and think like, video eventually you cute. You need to be on a camera going. I know. Not just on Popeyes. Not just on Popeyes. I know. And I know. Do, do you let the people know you're a model? <laughs> Did you let them I'm know? A former model. But I think I'm, you know what? I think, okay, so you're I think so I, cute, so you a model forever. forever. I think that I'm gonna get back into the modeling like because you don't really see older, thicker models. I mean, lately you see more, but like, you know, we you all You're cute. Know. You got a shape. You have excellent teeth. And I got, my personality is top tier, honey. Like. Yes. That shines through. But I'm like, <laughs> you're going to be huge your whole life. So I just think. Just you're right. You're right. You're right. I know. I, listen. 
you're a lock journey. Like I'm looking like you at you fixing your locks. And I remember when you were starting off with the little, <laughs> yes, the little baby, the little locklets, the little baby locks. And I can't have like, you got some hang time, oh, sis. No. Hang time. We yes. went opposite. We went opposite. Because <laughs> yeah, I had like bundles. And now I'm like, Mm-mm, I ain't doing that. I was thinking about growing Ooh. it out. But it's. Mm, I but know. I like it. Because you know, you have like that that soft curl. So like, yeah, it's like fluffy. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like your hair looks fluffy. Yeah, I think it looks so cute. You honestly, your your voice looks just like you. Like y'all look more like now. You got. I know. Now I got the short hair, and all three of us with the same curl pattern and the same like round head and it face. Is, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So. Oh well, you know, Osha has locks now. <gasps> I didn't know that. Lock and danger to wear his hair and twist all the time. But yeah, they're on their yeah. lock journey. They're I like seven months in. I'm so happy for you. Thank I'm you. happy for you. Like, you know, I think, you know, I just feel like you have always been like a very inspirational person. We used to just, we used to just vent. Because you always were like, all right, let's put this back on track. How can we, let's get this back on, you know, because we got hired at like the same time. Literally. You know, literally, like we started at the same time and went through that whole roller coaster of, emotions and you know being the two black girls you know yeah (laughs) like we had to like stick together and not compete with each other because you know that's what they be trying to do sometimes is like put us up against each other but I just always um felt like I could you know like you're a, a, a person who was a light you know what I mean like you're not a person that you're like oh you got this person's gonna drain my energy you know (laughs) so like it's just good to see that this is you know you realize that that is now your purpose to help people kind of see themselves for their best selves so that's yeah that's a good way to put it and and yeah we definitely and you think about this we were in management positions in our early 20s very yeah at a young age managing teams Adult, people who could be our parents literal, or older literal people right? who were like three times our age like I had opening like a, closing stores yes holding the keys where the person goes I want you to the manager and you don't want to do it like no where's up. the manager yeah it's and, me. and I'm like 20 <laughs> right it's me right. I'm right here right yeah and just all the politics of just the politics of that and then just being in Atlanta and being young and um having you know being single life. yeah just yeah. all of that I mean sure if I was I was young mom you was wild and free you was freer I was so free but you was freer no you know you had to take care of the kids but um no I think like I think yeah I think we always got along too because we were both just real and that's how I've always been yes. like you were just real like yeah. I knew if I had a conversation with you it was gonna be real yeah. <laughs> and I'm not gonna go telling everybody what you say like you know what I mean like, right but just real comment like not not being not that scared work. to say something or that yeah. you gotta be perfect all the that time facade, you know what I mean like, oh no like well if, have you tried this like no I'm like I'm be like no we crying up. Right? <laughs> did you see this bullshit project they got us doing 
That shit looks we terrible. Crying, right? Mm-hmm. Or were they when they had us in what was it, Asheville with machetes? I, I told somebody that story. I said, Y'all was at Asheville, and I don't do outside like snakes and spiders and sticks. And we were literally in overgrowth with a man named Brother Husband or something, right? He was like Brother <laughs> Teddy Bear, Brother. We I had said, machetes. I didn't sign a release for him. What if somebody chops my arm off for accident? My leg, because they're hacking at hacking at weeds, and my leg is there. What if I get bit by a snake? Like, is there workers' comp happening? Like, what is the process for this? Or opening up stores in Savannah, or being like, I ain't going to Alabama. I'm not going to my yeah. You send them oh, Mississippi, maybe it was Mississippi. Was remember like, they opened Jackson, Mississippi, and they opened oh. Alabama stores, or like it was like I was like I'm not going there. I do not no. belong there. Mm-mm. No, I mean, and of course, it's black people in those states. No, this way, but I'm just saying, we but didn't. I'm go not a southerner. And right, because think about it, I had moved from New York. You moved from Philly, right? So we both were, even though we were in the South, we were not. We were in Atlanta. Atlanta is different. Yes, <laughs> we were not from the country south. So we have, we have seen we a have lot fears. of change and growth, <laughs> but it's been beautiful, right? It's been beautiful watching you become a mom. And oh. seeing you as a wife. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But seeing yeah. you as a mom and just step into all of that has been yeah. really, really cool to see. Yeah, because you've been a mom for as long as I've known you. But yep. yeah, I was something. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're good now. But, but seriously, do, with this laundry, I messed up the name. You know I got a list. And I'm tongue tied. I laundry <laughs> illuminations. That's yeah. <laughs> someone who doesn't have a list would make up a name. You can say that. But I think <laughs> I think I think it's really cool. And of course I knew you were gonna talk about the bomb concept of what's in the washing and would you say folding women's fold? I don't know what you said in the beginning. It was dope. I don't remember. I got loads of thoughts. I got my loads of, loads thoughts. of thoughts. I got bars. But, but that's what we, all that marketing juice, we like do keep, this. keep going, we keep going, this. keep stacking up. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I was talking about puns, but it was great talking. <laughs> it was great talking I to you do, too. I'm gonna have some desserts. I'm about to. How do, I don't know how to get off. It's not like a phone. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Close my laptop. Thank you guys for tuning in to Laundry Ruminations. Hey, really quick before you close out, can you do me a favor and um, tell somebody else to come listen to us? Um, That would be really cool. And also, if you are a fellow mom and you got some shit that you want to get off your chest, come on and join me in the laundry room. Hit me up. Let me know. We We can talk about what's in the wash for you. All right. Enjoy your week. I love you. Bye.